Welcome back to Straight Out of Marvel. This show is Kevin27 back with another fire episode. And today we have the Marvel News Show. Yes, it has been a while since I did a Marvel News Show. We've been busy with the Ultimate Spider-Man review, Ultimate Amazing Spider-Man review, Ultimate Spider-Man Homecoming on review, then the review to all of those movies and the, the, the game show I just created. Like, bro, I'm doing a lot out here, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, but we are back with the Marvel News Show. It is a niche topic in the community, but still, for those who appreciate, I still come here to deliberate, to deliver all the time. I really love my audience, so here we go. We got Deadpool 3 pictures with Hugh Jackman in the new suit looking fresco. We got fucking actor strikes. We got writer strikes still going on, a lot to talk about. I mean, bro, we are packed with a lot of news. So let's go ahead and get into some topics. But before we do that, you already know, follow at Kevin27World on Instagram, on Twitter. Please, I just went viral on Twitter. You know, 3,000 likes, nothing too big, but still, it was like a 50 burger. But still, 3,000 likes. Oh, man. Oh, man, I'm still on there thugging. So please follow on Twitter, on Instagram. And please, five-star, rate me on Spotify, on Apple, five-star, 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 five stars, you know, just because you fuck with your boy. Hey, and if you're a person that had a four-star, go back and give me a five. I know it was a fucking clown that gave me a five-star, and then because I criticized his comment, he gave me a one-star. So you can amend it. Go back and change it, okay? Light up that exotic if you got it. We not we still not drinking expensive. We on that cheap. We on that cheap. So crack open a, a cold brew the American way, and let's get into the topics of the last week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, at the top of this, let's just talk shop. Let's talk about the business and what's going on in the world of Marvel, okay? It's a lot to talk about. So, recently, the SAG just went on strike following the Writers Association or the Writers Guild of America. And, yes, they are currently on strike, and this is very alarming, they are talking a bunch of craziness, and the fallout has been wild. They talking about studios' proposal to SAG included scanning background actors using AI, which is artificial, artificial intelligence, and paying them for a day's work. The studios would then be able to use that likeness forever with no payment or consent. So I'm wondering if this has already happened, considering so many people had a problem with uh, the original Superman being in the new Flash movie. Has that already been going on? Now, 
yes, this does sound alarming initially, right? It does sound alarming initially, but this is what I think. What if it's a big payday? People in the music industry are doing it now. People in the music industry are selling their catalogs for large amount of monies. Large, I said monies, large amounts of money and large lump sums of money. We just seen Future sell his catalog for $100 million. And, you know, is it because I'm still popping? I could just make a new catalog right now. So the thing about it that's a little different is, well, you can't recreate your, uh, you know, your likeness or whatever. So which likeness is it? Is it how you looked in a certain movie? Because, I mean, even just watching Spider-Man Homecoming, he looks so much different than Spider-Man No Way Home just uh, six years later. This is six, it, was, it wasn't even six years, it was four years later. So would it be a likeness when you're a 40-year-old man? You're a 50-year-old man? Think about it, if you're 50, you still hope to at least have 30 to 40 more years left on this earth. So, I mean, is it that bad? I don't know, but it is alarming, very jarring when you first hear it. I'm not even going to sit here and cap. Like, I'm not even going to cap with you. So, I mean, what do y'all feel about that? It is a little crazy. That's some crazy shit to hear. Like, oh, y'all trying to take motherfuckers' whole thing, right? You trying to take my whole flow, use it word for word, bar for bar. That ain't cool. So, during the strike, they also, so actors, no writers, Nor actors, nor writers. So during the strike, no actors or writers can do the following. Have be on tour, personal appearances, interviews, conventions, fans expos, festivals, for your consideration events, panels, premieres, screenings, award shows, junkets, podcast appearances, social media, studio showcases. That's a lot of things that you can't do. And, um, yo, I've been talking about this recently because the strike has been in the air. I told you people at my job that worked in the housekeeping department. I told you I work at a hospital. Excuse me. The people that work in the housekeeping department, they went on strike, but it didn't strike long because, like I said, like at this point, this isn't like when people were striking in like the 40s, the 50s, because it's like, well, bro, if you're not going to treat me like a human being, like, come on. Like, of course, I don't. I Fuck you. I'll walk instead of take your bus and sit in the back. But nowadays, I mean, life is sweet. Life is sweet compared to how it was in the 50s and the 60s during the civil rights movement. So am I going to strike? And honestly, bro, people who work jobs, I don't care. For the most part, people, for the most part, people who work jobs, we all live in check to check. So if I strike for a week, like, bro, I'm not going to lie. I took a day off and I felt like, damn, bro, that little day. <laughs> hey, I called out on Juneteenth. I've been regretting it ever since. 
that little day, bro. I'm like, ugh. Like, bro, I should have used my PTO. Like, <laughs> I can use that extra hundred something dollars for that day. So I'm telling you, that type of shit is a big deal. And a lot of it's been going on. So our strike didn't last that long, like a week or two. I'm going to just keep it real. Motherfuckers got bills to pay. This the real world. But in the land of Hollyland, the land of Hollywood, you know, that's why I kind of not even defensive about it, but I kind of laugh at the thought because it's like, you know, you sit here and you look and you be like, well, of course, it ain't, it's not fair for any of us. The job I do, I feel like I help keep the hospital running. But does that mean I deserve what the CEO of the hospital makes? No, it's, it's not, bro. It's like everyone has to play their part. That's how I feel about it. And I'm not saying that I'm happy with playing my part because, I mean, bro, I podcast. I'm trying to make it out this motherfucker. I would rather do this every day, do two, three, four podcasts a day, as opposed to be working for eight hours and then come home and be tired as fuck and then still try to podcast and get it out all before I go to sleep for five hours. Like, bro, it's not like the same. So that's why I'm saying the strike shit is real. But I agree with them. If you feel like you want to get your coin and if you can get it, get your fucking coin. Get your coin. Get your coin, bro. I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it. And now that everyone is shitting on the studios and all of this alike, let's talk about some shit. Let's talk about some shit when we're talking about this, uh, the, the SAG and after... What does it say? Sag after strong. Sean Gunn. Wait, should I get to this or the other one first? Let me see. Let me look at it real quick. So let's do the let's do the She-Hulk one first because it's Marvel. So Disney Plus She-Hulk writer Cody Ziegler, who wrote the series Daredevil episode, which was the best episode, has revealed that he received that he received a residual check of $396 for his work on the episode yes very low rate now me personally being a person of no biases because i am not a writer and i am not i don't work for disney but i do make marvel content that's my only biases um i haven't watched that episode since it came out i'm gonna keep it real so Keep it real. Who's going back to watch She-Hulk? Even that episode, it was great. It's not that many people going back to watch these episodes. And this is why I say it's a difference, and this is going to bleed into the Sean Gunn. Matter of fact, so we're going to say that. Ooh, almost dropped my phone, but I'm cool. We're going to say that, and then let's say this. Sean Gunn says he has received Almost zero residuals from Gilmore Girls, which is a show I've never seen. One of the most popular shows on Netflix. And it says, quote, Netflix CEO Reed Hastings, Hastings, or whatever, and Ted Sarandos giving themselves bonuses in the tens of millions. I don't get why they can't lessen those bonuses. So we got these two instances. 
Now, this is the difference. These shows, these platforms don't have ads. So if I'm watching She-Hulk, which I guess maybe because I feel like Disney Plus has an ad tier and so does Netflix now. If I'm watching She-Hulk or Gilmore Girls, it should be some type of ad revenue if I'm on the free shit. But if I'm on the stuff that I have, which is the uh, the free the the, the free shit, uh, not the free shit, but the premium shit, it should be a little more. Like they say, a stream on Spotify Premium is worth a little more than a free stream, right? So they'll say the stream is like ninety nine cents as opposed to Spotify Premium with the free stream, but the Spotify Premium is like a dollar fifty. Because I'm paying for it. So it should be a little more. My stream should have more value. So it should be the same on these types of shows. But at the same time, it's like, even if you are getting that, right, you're getting the the, the good shit, it's still no ads on it. Like, these shows aren't being played on television. Maybe, and this is what they should start doing. I think they should start dropping these shows on television like ABC. I've seen they start dropping like WandaVision. I think they should start doing that for the ad revenue so you can get the commercials. Other than that, I don't see why it would be ad revenue in that much residual checks. I'm just keeping it real. I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to shit on actors. I'm not trying to shit on writers. I'm just keeping it real. How much did you get paid initially to write? That episode. That's how much I want to know. How much initially did you get paid? Because the show has zero, to me, zero, I don't want to say zero value, minimal value right now. The value should be very low. I promise you. I don't want to say never, but unless I got a hot girl, it's no that unless it's a hot girl who is persuading me with her hotness her thickness and love handles in her long hair i love the bald-headed chicks too though i grip that mr clean real clean but uh unless it's something like that it's no reason why i would ever watch she hawk again the same with most of the marvel shows they are shows chronologically that has to go in the order and you watch it during the present time. You move on to the next one. You can go back and you can watch it, but at the same time, it just doesn't make sense to really, like, why would I ever go back and watch that show unless I want to see Deadpool or Daredevil? And if I want to see Daredevil, I can go to Kevin 27 World, I can go on his Instagram, and I can look at the exact moment where Daredevil popped up out with the damn nunchucks and whooped everybody with the crossbows. I can go to that on my Instagram. I really don't need to ever watch that show again. This is the internet age, baby. How much money do you think you deserve? Which, hey, milk them all for you, you can get, personally. Milk them for what you can get. But I'm just saying, if I'm being realistic, that's kind of what you got to like really think about when you're talking about how much does streaming really 
like how much is streaming really worth when it comes to the back catalog? Like how much are you really watching fucking She-Hulk that came out in July? Do you really think in what month is this? Uh, it came out probably last July because it was nine episodes. So that's what? Two, that's two weeks or two months in an extra week. So if it come out, that was probably, you probably say September-ish. Bro, it's July now. I'm not checking for She-Hulk at all. So if you, uh, oh, you go ahead and roll that up, bro. Uh, or it's not that much in there, but you can roll something. Uh, but if you really think about it, like, I just, it's, it's no way that that can make sense. Now, Gilmore Girls, I'm not sure how it works on Netflix, but remember, Netflix is in debt itself. So if you really think that Netflix is going to be trying to give up anything, you're fucking wrong. Like, bro, Netflix is in debt because they don't make money. They are only staying afloat just because people are like are still subscribed every month, but they aren't making like, or they're making money, but they're not making a... Uh, they're not making a, uh, uh, a profit because the shit that they do costs so much. When you make a cinematic, a cinematic movie, but then it's not in cinemas to make the movies back, to make the money back, how much like money you think is making? You think my little $10 or even $15 or even $20, like depending on which tier you pay for, on Netflix that I'm going to watch what five other motherfuckers is going to cover that amount? It's not. It's not. So, I mean, just keep it real. Like, it's not really going to, like, do what you needed to do. So, I could really see why shit wouldn't make as much money on Netflix as you would think. Like, you could really think, like, oh, well, Netflix has this amount of subscribers and this and that. But it's really, it's all about ad revenue. It's all about ad revenue. I hate doing it to y'all, man. I hate putting ads on the podcast. But, bro, it's about that mignon out here. It's about that paper, that Fetty Wap, one eye open. It's not about just sitting here being stagnant. So if you really want to boil it, like when you really boil it down, it's all about that Fetty, man. So I get both sides. Because you might think, oh, well, they the big dogs and they making this amount of money, but they really, it, it, I'm just speaking for Netflix. Disney, Disney got that fucking old money. Disney got that 19, that that 19, what was they out since the 20s or some shit crazy? Disney got that old money. They got amusement park money. Like, Disney got that bread bread. But Netflix, like, bro, of course Netflix gonna be stingy. They got that new money. You know, when I was at work, a, uh, one of the uh, technicians or whatever you want to call them, they come in to fix the machine that I work on. And they was like, yeah. He looked at the machine. He said, I could tell this a whole lot of new money. And I was like, wait, what you mean by that? And he was like, because people with that old money, they get the good shit. People with that new money, they still trying to save on their new money. And I was like, damn, that was a bar. Like, like that was a bar. So, like, when you look at it from that perspective, Netflix got that new money. When we listen to that everything, when we listen to that everything, always remember what they said. Netflix might be the reason why 
all of this is being held up. Bro, Netflix got a lot of that new money. But remember, Netflix is still a staple in the culture. People still say something and chill. Like, remember, that's a Netflix thing. You can say you can say Tubi and chill. You can say Prime and chill. You can say Disney Plus and Thrust. It all derives from Netflix. <laughs> it all derives from Netflix. So, like, bro, like, I'm telling you, the way that that goes, like, Netflix is still a big dog in this. So, you got to, like, really take that for what it is. So, but we still gonna be here for the little the, the little guys. So fuck, so fuck the big dogs, you know. And we still riding for the little guys, even if they big dogs to us. The actors, the the writers, the producers, the directors, they are all the little guys. Even if they are the big dogs to us, we see a James Cameron, we see like a a, a Ryan Coogler, all of these guys, even actors, Will Smiths. Like, look what they did to him. He smacked the nigga, and they said, hey, man, you up out of here. You can't come back for 10 years. Like, bro, they are all the little guys, even if they are giants to us. So we still riding for the little guy, right? And who knows? It could be lizard people above the the, the big dogs that we think. You never know who's at the top of all of this, right? Y'all seen The Matrix? You never know who's at the top of all of this shit. So I think that's... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline really much of the uh the 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 tough shit i think we can get into some super some super marvel news now now that we got that out the way but hopefully man these actors oh damn we still got some tough shit to talk about hopefully these actors and these writers can get it together because right now we are going to see movies this is cinema episode two will be coming out it's going to be a triple header we're going to have Mission Impossible 7, we're going to have uh, Oppenheimer, and we're going to have Barbie all in one episode. I'm doing it, y'all. I'm going to go see Barbie. So with that being said, we still got some tough shit, like some tough roles ahead of us after, after this year. Like, think about everything that's being delayed right now. Deadpool is delayed again. Every, like because of the writer strike, no one can do anything because of the actor strike. Now, hopefully, they get it all together. Like AI is like the worst thing that ever happened right now. It's like AI came in and all of a sudden, now motherfuckers won't go on strike because they're afraid of art, artificial intelligence. It's really sad to see, but um, I don't know, man. It's fucked up. So let's talk about. Let's talk about Disney Plus and why you should cancel that shit, okay? Disney CEO Bob Iger says Marvel had not been in the TV business at any significant level. Not only did they increase their movie output, but they ended up making a number of television series, and frankly, it diluted attention and focus. Hey, man. I think Bob Argus just said, all y'all stupid as fuck and don't know how to keep up. That's what he just said. 
I don't know if you, you caught that, but I caught it. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? And apparently, I'm not even going to hold you. A lot of people agree with it. A lot of people are saying Marvel has put out too much content over the last few years, really disregarding the fact that we had a fucking pandemic in 2020 and we didn't have any Marvel content. So, of course, the last couple of years, they had to put some shit out. Now, whose fault is that? I mean, come on, we're going to be real here. They had to put some of these stuff out so we can kind of stay on course because everything has been pushed back. You think about it, Avengers Endgame came out in 2019. We won't get another Avengers movie to possibly 2026, maybe 2027. I guarantee you they did not have plans on waiting that long. But due to COVID, everything got fucked up, right? So you also got Bob Iger saying that they will be reducing spending and creation on new Marvel and Star Wars content. I hope you motherfuckers are happy. I hope y'all are happy. I hope y'all gonna be happy with your little two Marvel movies a year and maybe a fucking show. And you think I want to keep signing up to Disney Plus? I don't watch Disney Plus. I don't know how many times I gotta tell y'all it's the worst app of all of them. You get up, especially now, we got a nine-month Marvel delay. Then we get Secret Invasion. You see what the viewership is. It was right there with Ms. Marvel. Nobody cares except for the diehards. And why? Because you guys have waited too long. What has been going on? I really love the days when you put a movie out and two months later, the shit was out on Disney+. Plus. It felt like a cheat code. Now that you're telling me that Gardens of the Galaxy came out in June, May. You telling me that the movie won't be on Disney Plus till about September, October, five months later. I'm less intrigued. You telling me I can't do the ultimate review of Guardians of the Galaxy until it comes out on Disney Plus in October? That is a disgrace. That is why I'm leading the charge. Cancel your Disney Plus even though I'm not going to because too many people use it. But still, I'm just saying, cancel that shit. It's not good for business. And with Bob Iger saying that they will be reducing the amount of shows, think about what we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for What If. We've been waiting for X-Men 97. Why we got to wait so long for animations? Yeah, it's all shit. It's all going to trash. And you know why? I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But Disney got too much on their plate. It's too much. I think people were able to compartmentalize when the X-Men and all of these different characters were over in the Fox universe. And when we had Luke Cage and when we had daredevil and all of those great netflix series that you won't be able to replicate on its own everything was in its own universe and you have marvel in its own universe killing it the only crossover they had was who spider-man spider-man is mickey mouse of course that was going to work now that they got 
everything pretty much under their umbrella, they're struggling. They're shrinking under pressure. They aren't able to combat the criticism. Twitter is a little too much for Marvel. Whoever knew that to defeat the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all you needed was a Twitter login. All you needed was a Twitter password because the conversations on Twitter is what is ruining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Too much mid, mid, mid. Too much, oh, this shit trash. And then it's really not trash. It's just when you say it's trash, that gets you more traction because it's going to be people like me saying, well, you a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's what's killing it, man. And yes, Twitter's been around since 2009. Let's talk about Marvel Cinematic Universe starting in 2008. But bro, everything gets bigger with time. And Twitter is as big as it's ever been, especially within these last couple of years. And Marvel was as big as it's been since 2018 once they dropped Infinity War and once they dropped uh, uh, Avengers Endgame. And let's not forget the madness that you know came along with Spider-Man No Way Home, the first movie to hit a billion in the pandemic era. Hey, light up that exotic if you got it. Y'all already know. We're not on the expensive tonight. We're on the cheap. So pop a brew. Crack open a brew. There's nothing more American than beer. And um, drink a cold one, man. Smoke a hot one. And uh, give your boy a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And on Spotify. And or Spotify. And do not forget... Kevin27World on Instagram. And please, don't forget, I be over there on Twitter still. My last Twitter post got 3,300 likes. We are here thugging it. So, yeah, it's not looking good, man. It's not looking good. Speaking of Bob Iger, Bob Iger also said that these motherfucking actors are not being reasonable. That's what he said. He said they're not being reasonable. Well, it's hard to take that from you when you make $25 million a year. So, and when you make $25 million a year and you don't act, you make $25 million a year, you don't write a script. When you make $25 million a year, you don't even hold up a sign. No one's going to care what you're saying, big dog. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, like, bro, we've seen the NFL lockout. No one is on the NFL owner side. Because we love the players. We don't give a fuck about the owner. Fuck you. Even though in any of our position, if you're the owner, bitch, it's my shit. It's mine. It's my shit. So if you the owner, which he's a CEO, that'll make you the owner, but still, he's a big dog in the game. However he got there, who knows? He could be a lizard person. It's a little different. But no one will care. No one will care. So where we at with it? Hey, make sure y'all go listen to the ultimate review. All Spider-Man shit. We will be doing part two as well. So let's just stay on controversy while we're here. So lately, it's been a theme that everybody who's been working for Marvel has just been 
straight taking dumps on it. Like, so we got Iron Man, a.k.a. Robert Downey Jr., because that's what you are to us, because no one went to go see Doolittle, my guy. No one cared, okay? We will go see Oppenheimer, but not for you. We there for Christopher Nolan. I'm just saying. He says, oh, I feel like being Iron Man for so long has ruined my acting. That's fucked up to say, especially when Iron Man revived your career. That is not a nice thing to say. That is biting the hand that fed you, literally. You made the most money doing that. You were such a good actor in that. You are Tony Stark. I don't understand how that ruined your acting career. Or at least not your career, but your acting skills. That's a cop-out. Humans love cop-outs. We all need a cop-out. It's never my fault. It's not like, it's not like, oh, well, I just picked some bad roles. Bro, you thought we was about to go see Doolittle? You ain't Eddie Murphy, bitch. That's Dr. Doolittle. You, we don't care. Okay? So now we got Haley Atwell. Y'all know who she is. Peggy Carter. And she was Captain Carter in Multiverse of Madness. And she said she found Captain Carter's role frustrating. She said it doesn't really serve Peggy very well. She's saying... I can do this all day and then immediately get smashed in half by a Frisbee. First of all, bitch, you're going to disrespect the Wakandan shield. You don't deserve it. That's why I would never go see a Captain Carter film. I'm lying, but still, this is just for context. This is just for, uh, this is for entertainment. I'm never going to see that shit. We not fucking with Haley Atwill because once you go against Marvel, I'm going to feel like you lost your marbles. You know why I don't care about that type of shit? It was in a different universe. It's not the official Captain Carter. Which I guess you would never get an official Captain Carter because there never was one in the original timeline, but still just take that what it was. I'm pretty sure if it dropped, it would flop for Captain America fanboys. Just saying, we don't care about that. And please stop this and Marvel. Y'all doing it bad, bro. Y'all doing it bad. It's your biggest roles. Who would know who you are if you wasn't Captain Carter or if you wasn't uh, Peggy Carter with that weird ass name, Peggy, who you pegging? Was it Steve? All right, we moving on. We moving on. Let's talk a little secret invasion. Martin Freeman says Marvel Studios hasn't yet given him a definitive answer to whether Everett Ross was a, was secretly a scroll in Wakanda forever. And he says, I wasn't playing anything as a scroll. I do not believe, I'm telling y'all, I really think this invasion is very recently. I don't think the secret invasion like been happened. Like, I don't believe since 2017 Ever Ross was a scroll. And I don't think he was a scroll in, in um Wakanda forever. 
I think he was way too invested. Yes, we know they love, they know the memories and all of that shit, super cop out. But I don't feel like he knew per se that, or that he was a scroll, matter of fact, not even that he knew, but I don't feel like he was scrolling Wakanda forever. And I think it was probably fairly recent. You got to think this is a plan. Maybe Gravik has had months in advance, but y'all got to remember these movies when they coming out, like Wakanda forever came out last year. Secret Invasion is a year from that. Like, y'all got to remember that. This isn't all, like, within the couple months. All of this shit that's happening is, like, sometimes years apart. Like, that's why I said with Falcon and Winter Soldier. That came out in the Marvel Universe. They said that was 2024. Right now, the Marvel Universe is 2026. Two years. I don't think Rudy's been a scroll for two years. So I don't think that uh Ever Ross was a scroll. So put a button on that. Oh, this one is a quick one. Yo, James Gunn has revealed that he and Chris Pratt have discussed a potential legendary Star Lord movie. So potentially. Even though James Gunn is the head of DC, we could still have James Gunn in the MCU, and he could probably just be an um, an only. Maybe he could be the only one who could do both. And I only say that, bro, because DC is tanking hard. I'm sorry, yo. It could be the Ezra Miller controversy, but y'all seen the box office? Like the Flash tanked hard. Now that I'm seeing a lot of commercials for DC, uh, the Blue Beetle, a lot of people like, mm, look like some Iron Man, Spider-Man. Eh, I think I'm good. I'll wait for it to come out on streaming. I think it could be streaming services too. Streaming services might be the reason why cinema could be failing a lot too. A lot of movies that are just fringe movies, you just be like, it'll be on streaming services. I'll catch it when I catch it. Remember back in the days, regardless, you had to spend some kind of money on a movie. Even if you wanted to go to Blockbuster and rent the movie, you still had to spend money on the movie. That store had to buy it, so-and-so, so-and-so. You spending money on the streaming service, so it's basically like you spend money for the brand of HBO, and then you get the movies for free. That's pretty much how it is. Like, you know what I mean? So... I think that's the problem with a lot of shit. And I think DC is really having that problem for sure. And let's not forget Ant-Man flop. So Marvel got a flop in there for the, from this year. Marvel got a super flop in there. That shit didn't even make $500 million. That's a flop. If you spend like a hundred something million, 200 million making it, it only make, it don't even make five. It's a flop. That's facts. Because then you probably only profited like maybe a hundred mil, maybe. I don't even think that. Yo, shout out to all the toxic girls out there. Y'all keep my energy going. Holy. Stop texting me stupid shit. Uh, so, yeah. A Star-Lord movie, I'm all in. I've seen people like, eh, but, bro, I love Chris Pratt as an actor. 
I love Star Lord as a character. He's my guy, bro. I just need him to have his element blasters. I'm all in. Maybe Star Lord could like see what's going on with the secret invasion and help out. You never know. You never know. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, but let's just go ahead because I actually know the fact. Shang-Chi 2 is currently set to release after the Avengers King Dynasty. Telling y'all that's a mistake. No way that a movie as good as Shang-Chi, the part two should be coming out six years later. Who's going to care? That's not how you should do it. And that's the problem with everything being cinematic under one universe, under one rule. Because, bro, we should be having a Shang-Chi movie about, what year is this, 2023? No later than 2024. Three years later, that's apropos. You're talking about 2026? And you know it's going to get delayed again because of all of these strikes that's going on right now? You know all of our movies are going to get delayed again. The timeline that we got right now, all of the movies are going to get delayed. And you're talking about after King, the King Dynasty. Damn, you hate to see it. Shout out to Sean Cheeto, man. That was a great movie. Fucking great movie. Yo, I think we coming down to the end. We coming down to the end. Let me know what was y'all favorite episode four. Y'all know episode fours are the greatest episodes. We got two comments. We got, hold on, let me go to it. We got, we got... Okay, here we go. We got Mr. Durker. Shout out Mr. Durker. He says, what if Dr. Strange? I'm not going to lie. It's definitely in my top three. And it ain't three. Yo, that episode four, Dr. Strange. What if Dr. Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? It's the only episode where, and it could have been because I was drunk, but I ain't going to lie. Even still, that episode... Like, bro, that just, oh, that shit just gets me, bro. Like, oh, the way it ended, the way it started, it was so sad. See, Christine die over and over again. I'm right there with Mr. Durka. But my guy, the white says episode four. Now, I could be right there with the white. I'm not going to lie, but I really don't. For some reason, I only remember the ending of the episode. I remember when they saw the timekeepers, I remember, I don't remember the whole episode, but the timekeepers was fake. And then they fucking zapped my boy Loki to fucking oblivion. And then he thought he was dead. He was like, is this hell? But it wasn't. And he saw all the other Lokis. That's what I remember. That's why the episode was fire. So I'm right there with him too. Um, the WandaVision one was great. I think I might... I'm going to keep it real. That Moon Knight one was fire. When 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 Mark, or was it was it Mark? I think it was Mark. And when he woke up in a mental asylum, it's the only time I've ever did this. And I was like, wake up, Mark. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Like, that nigga was tripping. And he was number... I don't know, but we see him and Steven. 
I don't know. That one might be number one, too. I don't know, man. Episode fours are always good. This one was the Secret Invasion episode four was good. It wasn't. I feel like it was probably like on the lower on the lower spectrum of things. If I'm just being honest. But please, everybody else, let me know what you think. Episode four. Y'all know that was the goal that was. Let's give a big shout out to Iman Balani. Miss Marvel herself is co-writing the new Miss Marvel comic series, Miss Marvel, The New Mutant. This is big because this just goes to show you she is invested. You already know she pretty much got the gig from just being a Marvel fan. She's like living everyone's dream. Super Marvel fan. And then you get to be Miss Marvel. Like, come on. Who? I mean, it's like her and Tom Holland. Like, Tom Holland was, like, a super Spider-Man fan, and then he was able to become Spider-Man and then have the biggest Spider-Man movie of all time, Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, those two are living the dream, if you ask me. And now she's over here writing comics. These could, like, transcend into more Miss Marvel series, Miss Marvel movies. Remember the movie, the Marvels coming out in November? I'm telling you, man. This shit is, yeah, this, this is something different, I'm telling you. And to come out this August, that's what it says. And it's being written by Sabir Perzada. Don't know who that is, but shout out to that person. Um, um, oh, we got two more. So, officially, Across the Spider-Verse is set to release on Blu-ray on September 5th. Let's get the wallets out. Y'all know. I'm buying shit that I'm going to be watching. I'm watching Across the Spider-Verse probably a hundred times. I'm probably going to do like three reviews, three ultimate reviews. I mean, man, this is a great... I mean, that movie... Come on, man. You know, we going to watch that a lot. We're going to have a lot of discord about that. Now, that one I'm going to buy. I do like Guardians, but I don't know if I like it enough that I want to buy it. Like, I don't know. Okay, so we got one more. Guess who's coming to Deadpool 3? Actually, we got two more. Deadpool 3 will feature Jennifer Garner's Electra. So, of course... That means Ben Affleck will be in Deadpool 3. That means this is going to be the multiverse movie of all multiverse movies. We're talking about, I think this is the multiverse movie that you all, you guys all wanted. I think you guys wanted this type of multiverse movie where they will be talking, where they will be going to different universes and they will be like, it's going to be a little bit of everything everywhere all at once type of thing. Like, I think that's going to be the type of thing, but with the Fox universe, because Deadpool will officially kill the Fox universe. Now that he is with the MCU, that's going to be cool. And when we talk about the last topic, we are talking about Wolverine. Do you like the suit? I like the suit personally, new suit. 
Bro, did you see the Wolverine suit? How you feeling about the sleeves? That's my only problem with it, but I guess we got clarification on why he got sleeves. So you like you you like it? Bro, give bro get a bro get a the outfit a seven out of ten. I like the outfit. I give it a I like it. I give it an eight. I just don't like the uh the sleeves, but they saying Hugh Jackman got some some intense shit where he can get like skin cancer or something now that he older. I don't know. So they saying that's why he got sleeves. I hope that's why that's just not some Twitter shit. And I'm just bringing it back to y'all, but don't blame me. Blame the culture I grew up in. So yeah, I think that's it, man. It's been another episode of Straight Out of Marvel. Make sure you follow. This has been the Marvel News Show. It's your host, Kevin27. Please go listen to the Ultimate Spider-Man Trilogy and then listen to the ranking of all three of those. This will be out before this episode. This episode will be on the morning, so you should already heard that episode. But please go listen to that if you haven't. It shows Kevin 27. Believe until you make believers.